Welcome to this episode of uh, Section 8 No Jutsu. I'm activating my full power. With me is Alex Horvath. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Alex Horvath pulling out his Bankai. Let's get it. Let's go, Rob. So, hold on, Alex. Before <laughs> that, I got you with a with a little quiz. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, damn. I'm about to be a victim right now. We call, we call, this, we call this segment the... The tuning exams. I'm gonna throw a, a couple questions at Alex. Not, nothing too crazy. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. All let's right, go. Let's I play. didn't know he was doing this this week, but okay. okay yeah. Okay. Surprise me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time to begin. Hi, I'm Robbie. Oh, you're Proctor, and from this moment, your worst enemy. Now, if we're ready, we'll proceed to the first stage of the tuning exam. <laughs> all right. You pick one anime ability. To use in your regular life, what what is it? Any anime ability to yeah. use. One anime ability. Um. Well, I always like teleporting. So yeah. I mean, I, I my cop out answer would be instant transmission. Yeah, either instant transmission. Um. What else? I think. Uh. I like a. I don't know that girl from My Hero, the one that can just create stuff out of nothing. Yeah, that's a great ability. That's that's that would be my backup. Okay. For sure. What about you? Oh, oh, I, I didn't think I was yeah. gonna get a turn back on me. <laughs> um, I'm thinking Shadow Clone Jutsu Ooh. for the fact that you could work out. I could I could send I could boom Shadow Clone Jutsu, send my clone to one gym. Have my other clone uh, work out in my college gym. Have a third clone run laps around around the park. So I'm I'm getting fit, but I'm not doing anything. You, you ain't gonna have somebody reading. You just you just gonna be actually, this big dude. <laughs> actually, yeah, I'm gonna have my other clone read. Yeah, that's a better idea. My other clone's reading, so I'm learning stuff. I'm learning, uh, and I'm working on myself at this mentally and physically. <laughs> I also say because because if you have three people working out at the same time and it all comes back to you, aren't you just gonna be like three the times as sore? The fatigue is gonna come back to me. I think. You'd be, I, I think. Yeah. I think that's how you'd be, you'd be a turtle. Because Naruto does feel his clone's pain, but I don't. I don't know if that pain is instant. Like I think it's gonna be all the soreness at once. I, I don't think it's gonna. I'm gonna feel the same soreness, but it's, it is. It is gonna be crazy soreness. All right, so yeah. next next question. Who's oh, your favorite boy. anime question character? Oh, my God. I hate this question. This is, uh, oh, you, you don't have to give me one. You can give me three, five. I, give you, I might give you like ten. All right, okay, okay. Yeah, um, give, me the, give me the list. I might just have to break it down by anime. All right. So, Naruto, I would say favorite character. It's it's It's, it's been... It's, before Shippuden, I would it's definitely Gara. Okay. Definitely my number one. But then he got he changed up a lot actually in the time skip. So I'm not sure if I would put him in there, but uh just for the fact that we're just separating these two, I would probably say my favorite in Shippuden would be um, 
fourth Hokage, I guess, because he does, they don't really talk about him in in, in the original. Yeah, not really. So, he's, yeah. he's more of a Shippuden character. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll and give you that. Bleach, uh, probably Kenpachi. That's a good choice. That's a great choice, actually. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, probably. <laughs> mm, honestly, probably like Piccolo or something, because you know you got Goku, you got Vegeta. Yeah. Trunks is a favorite, but definitely Piccolo. I would I would definitely put him up there just because he's like not on par with everybody anymore, but he's still like somewhat involved. And I think that's that's pretty cool. Uh for sure. What else we got? I don't know. There's so much out there. So All much. Right. I'm gonna ask you an equally tough question now. Oh. What's your favorite anime? Like one one that you always go back to when when you're bored. One that I always go back to when I'm bored. Oh man! If or if any, if whatever whatever you define as your favorite, like the thing is, I I don't just like once I watch something, I might rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. But once I've seen enough to know what most interests me, I would just go to like a YouTube video, find that scene or find that fight or whatever. Oh, okay. But probably. Favorite anime, or even give me like your favorite anime fight scene, or or some of your favorite anime fight scenes. Oh, if we going with that, let's go with uh, we gotta go with Gon versus P two. That's not even a fight. That's just a massacre. Mm, but yeah, that is that is a that's great just one. Massacre. I, I love um, that one. I don't know. I like Hunter X Hunter. That might be that might be one of my favorites for sure. Okay. Obviously, Dragon Ball is up there just because you know it's it's that's kind of everybody's entry point so put up there uh you know all the mainstream stuff is definitely like worth it uh attack on titans good death note uh-huh. actually might be my favorite now that i think about it great choices all right but, last yeah, question oh god another one last question in the tweeting exams all right so you have to get you have to be in one anime universe, and with all the with, you get you get the same powers and abilities as as the mm-hmm. the, the main characters. Which one you're in? Which one are you picking? Oh, I get the same. Okay, okay. So, so if, if you're pick, if so you're if in Hunter Hunter, you get Nen. If you're in Naruto, you get Chakra. Okay. If you're in Bleach, you get uh, uh Def God powers. Uh, I forgot what they're called now. <laughs> Bankai. Uh... No, Shikai, Bankai, but yeah, uh, Shikai, Shinigami. Yeah. Shinigami is what they're called. But yeah, you get the Shinigami abilities. So, like, whatever, whatever universe you're in, you get that power. Which universe are you picking? All right, I like this question because there, there'll be those memes that are like, which universe you living in? And then yeah. they would have like Attack on Titan in there. You'd be like, what? <laughs> like you dead? <laughs> <laughs> but, oof. Hmm. What anime would I want to be in? I definitely would want to go into one where I can just kind of like be. I don't. I might want to go into my hero, honestly. Okay. My hero would be cool because then you kind of like you be you go from the ground up, and then you kind of like build on your quirk, go from there. Same thing with Naruto. I feel like would be actually no because. There'd, I mean, be some, it, there'd be some OPS people in Naruto. I'm not it depends. Trying to mess with it them. depends if you if you get a cool kick Genkai in Naruto, you might be OD lit. Like if you get some like fire and lightning kick Genkai that no one's seen before, B 
because you, you some some crazy thing you thought of that'd be pretty fire. It depends on on what chakra nature you get in Naruto, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't. Yeah, probably my hero. All right, good choice. All right, everyone, because there's so many characters in there, but like everyone has their own thing. Everyone's useful except for Grapehead. I hate that guy. Grapehead is that second, what we call second, him now? Yeah, second episode that that we, I'm hate we hate on him, but yeah, fuck Grapehead. <laughs> Might as well just make this a thing. <laughs> this explicit language in this episode. Welcome to Section fuck. 8 Podcast. <laughs> fuck, fuck Gravehead. <laughs> but to start off episodes like that. Section 8 don't do too. Fuck Gravehead. <laughs> what are we right. talking about today, Rob? <laughs> fuck Gravehead. <laughs> not Gravehead. I know we're not talking about him. <laughs> Except for now, what I'm saying, fuck Gravehead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That concludes the tuning exams. Let's uh let's start the the actual discussion, Alex. Let's go, Rob. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this a long time. Yeah, as promised, uh, we're gonna continue our our Vinland Saga discussion. And Alex, you were right when you, when when you were like, "Oh yeah, I, I can't wait till I get that text." When you're like, "Yo," and you were right. The ending of Vinland Saga huh? was, wait, was. Oh, you, you said uh, hold on. I'll repeat that one time. You said I was what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was <laughs> correct. You were right. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. The end, the ending of Vinland Saga was <laughs> was was as advertised. I I enjoyed it. And <laughs> what do you want to start off though? What, what do you want to start off? I don't start? even know. I was hoping we get to this point, but like once we're here, it's just like <laughs> there's so many directions to go. Let's just start with the um, uh, let's let's go with the last the last. Two duels, you know what I mean by that, right? When All you right, fight, so because uh, so from there, from um, Thorkel and and Askeladd, you talk about those two duels. Yeah, so the Thorkel versus Thorfinn, and then <laughs> Thorfinn versus Askeladd. We gonna we gonna start there. So, all right, go ahead. The the thing I like about that last fight between mm. Thorfinn and Thorkel, yeah, is that. You saw pretty much what you saw in the in the in the first time they they uh, clashed, which was Thorkel just you know very overpowering, very yeah, very standing just, at, at just a freaking giant. He's a giant just, man. Yeah, and then you got Thorfinn, quick, very inexperienced, but quick nevertheless. Quick, and intelligent. Then, and you have a, 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 a war going on in the background between Thorkel's men and Askeladd's old men who betrayed him. Yep. Askeladd. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that last time. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about Askeladd, first. Yeah. So Askeladd revealed his true intentions. He hates Denmark. Yeah, he hates the Danes. He hates the Danes. He's leading a whole pack of Danes. They don't even know that he hates them. But he does. And that was all revealed when he was trying to get the whales. But we didn't know why yet at the time, um, why he hated the Danes. We're, and he's the fact that, that he could put all that to the side and lead Danes is, I think, the, the, the biggest difference between him and um, Thorfinn. Yeah, Thorfinn, for sure. Thorfinn could not hide the fact that he hates Askeladd. Yeah, and... 
when Askeladd had that reveal, you kind of just saw that he was just plotting from the very get-go. Yes. And that's just the type of... I mean, we talked about this last time, but he's got to be one of the most well-written, complex characters in, like, any anime. He's obviously, like, for the time that we see him as, obviously he's not good. Like, he's not a good person. Yeah. But in that whole era where everything's just war and savagery and pillaging, you can't really, like, call him a bad guy. Because he... Everyone around him is just like a warrior. They fight. Yeah. Next battle, next village to you know to slaughter raid raid. And he's looking to the far future. He's like thinking of Valhalla, which is their heaven. I mean, is yeah, it's pretty much their heaven. It's where they go if they they're slain in battle. Live, yeah, they're slain in battle, but like honorably, I guess. I yeah, don't know, you have to but, be yeah be you have to be slain in an honorable battle to to get sent to Valhalla. Um, That's his ultimate goal. Yeah. And at that point, he thinks that Canute is the rightful king. Yeah. And that is that 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 carries on to the very last episode, also. But yeah, we, we'll get into that Which in we'll a second. Through. But the thing is, um, if I was gonna say, now nah, I blinked. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Gravehead. <laughs> yeah, dead serious. Fuck Gravehead. Wow. All right, let's continue. Let's go back to um, Escalabus <laughs> over um. Thorkel versus uh, Thorfinn. Yeah, so really the main point of it is Thorkel's still overpowering. Yeah. He ends up breaking one of Thorfinn's arms. Yeah. They resume the duel after he's rested and, um, you know, they patched him up. Yeah. Still got a broken arm. But then him and uh, Askeladd actually formulate a plan. Mm-hmm. Because if Thorkel wins, he gets Askeladd. Obviously, Thorfinn wants to kill Askeladd himself, so he's not going to let that happen. So, with Askeladd still wanting to be alive, they, they they formulate a plan. And basically, the plan is, okay, the sun's out. Swords are very shiny. So, when Thorfinn closing in on Thorkel... Yeah. Like, when he's least... Like, once he's... uh Once Thorkel kind of eases on him because he knows he's about to win... Askeladd then shines his sword with the ray of light towards Thorkel, and then Thorfinn slashes one of his eyes out. And that shows um, Askeladd's brilliance. Because the fact that he saw that, I think it was like 10, 15 years ago, where he saw saw that weakness in in Thorkel in battle. He witnessed that himself. And then he remembered that 10, 15 years later to save him at this point is is that's another sh- uh, show of his mighty strategical mind. Oh yeah, my point earlier, uh, uh, the one I forgot, I just remembered now. I wouldn't say Askeladd's a, a good guy at all. He's more of a like a lawful evil kind of guy. He's more of a. All right, this is what I want. These are these are these are people the people who are taking care of me. These are the people around me. These are my friends. I'm taking care of these guys. I'm doing best by them. If you get in my way, I'll kill you. I don't care if you're an innocent person. I don't care if you're uh, an enemy army. I'll kill you. Like that's really Askeladd's mentality of, of lawful evil. But the the way I described it makes 
is is a lot less complex than he is as a as a person. Yeah, I would. I don't know. There's a, there's a, I think there's a solid argument for him. Not uh, I don't know. Not a good guy. He's not a good but, guy, but he's not completely evil either. Yeah, and that's we'll, we'll get there. But yeah, that's that happens. Thorfinn and Askeladd are working together for once, mm-hmm. so you know that gets crazy. And then let's talk about the last fight between. Hold on, can, before that last fight in the season. Okay. Before that, can we talk about how Prince Canute flipped the switch and 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 really like and and really became a completely different person in in that in that instant when where um Askeladd's men tried to take him from Askeladd. I feel like that's a, another great defining moment in the series where he decides like he's no longer afraid and he's and he's he starts like thinking like I can't. His mentality shifts from like God is the only answer to I can't rely on God now. I have to rely on myself to make the change to the people around me and save this world because this world is corrupt. I think that's a great moment in the series. Yeah, that definitely has an effect on the rest of the season because everyone's just looking at him like he's still this like you know kid. Yeah. And he's out here giving orders. He's out here telling people not to do this, to do that. Even in the duels, he's like, "Okay, the duel's over when I say so." Like what? And you were you were just afraid to talk to anybody like five episodes ago. And now you're out here telling grown ass men to just, you know, stop the fight. As a seventeen year old, he says so. And and it's all part of Askeladd's plan for when he killed um, Ragnar. Not too long ago in the season, so yeah, like it. The fact that yeah, that could that 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 is crazy to me. Yeah, let's let's start let's start the discussion on um the last fight, the last duel in the season between uh Askeladd and Thorfinn. Yeah, so Thorfinn obviously still very broken from the Thorkell fight. This is one of those kind of more realistic anime where you don't get over a broken arm in two episodes. So yeah, he still got that broken arm. Very stubborn, and he duels or tries to duel Askeladd, but Askeladd's like, first I got some unfinished business. Then he ends up fighting the guy with the berserker mushroom, and this is the thing. Like, um, his name is Bjorn. I finally learned his name. Bjorn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bjorn. So yeah, he fights Bjorn. Yeah. And Bjorn's very beat up. At this point, he's just asking for a death wish. Yeah, he's trying to but, he's trying to get sent to Valhalla, so he's trying to die in battle rather than dying from his infections. Exactly. And Askeladd kind of he he kind of does him a favor in that regard because he's just basically like, because yeah. I mean, if you hate somebody, you don't really want to give them their wish. And his wish is to go to Valhalla, so Askeladd's like, all right, like, that was his closest uh, companion. Yeah, that was really his own, in show. his only friend in the, pretty, in the, in the whole army. Besides uh, another guy we'll, we'll mention later, but in that, in his whole army, that's pretty much the only one that he actually, like, cared about. Everyone else was just like, I hate, I hate the Danes, but this is actually his homeboy. And, 
Askeladd wanted to see him treated well in after even after his life, even in death. He wanted him to to go to to Valhalla. Yep. And then after that, Thorfinn, Askeladd, duel. Of course it goes the same way it's been going all season. Askeladd is just overpowering, outsmarting him. The thing is, I knew I knew Thorfinn was I don't I knew Thorfinn messed up when he threw when Askeladd threw his sword away and was like, uh and he just stood there like I don't I really, I don't need my sword. And he proceeded to absolutely beat the shit out of this kid. Like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'm thinking Out like <laughs> Thorfinn is, is 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 could could really match him, but I'm I'm thinking about it like as the fight's going on, Thorfinn has a real weakness towards Askeladd. Because he can't keep keep his composure. And Askeladd pretty much says that during the fight. And Askeladd tells him how to beat him, but Thorfinn still can't get it through his head. He was like, I, I'm going to tell you how to kill someone you hate. Yeah, and that is his weakness. That's why he has yet to kill him. And so that's just kind of like Askeladd's lesson, like his biggest lesson to date for Thorfinn. is just like, that's your only purpose is to kill me. Like you have no other purpose. You have no other thoughts that are going inside your head. That's why you are not strategic. That's why you'll never win a duel versus, you know, basically the one thing that he hates. He's, and that's... Yeah, he's like... Yeah, he's... Yeah, he, um, his mentality is, is so focused, so singularly driven on killing this man that he can't fight the way he fights against other people who are physically imposing over him. He can't fight the way he, he fights against uh, Thorkel or any other person he's killed in the show. He cannot fight in a way that, that would lead to him beating Askeladd. And Askeladd tells him that. Yep. And then if we get into the final... Oh, wait, that's it, right? I don't think anything happens after that episode. Yeah, before that, let's talk about the great strategic moments that Askeladd is not, not just strategic, but like moments that define him towards the end. Like after like there's, there's one moment I, I really think that uh, d- defines Askeladd's character is uh, when he gives, um, what's his name? Attil, I think is his name. He gives Attil the, the bracelet. Cause Attil was um, after, um, the, the, the prince recruited Askeladd and, and Thorkel to his side. Attil's like, yeah, this war stuff is not, not for me. I'm out of here. And then um, Askeladd gives him a bracelet, and he's like, go, leave. But if I see you in a fight again, if I see you in any type of war, I'm clapping you. I don't care if you're on my side or anything. Oh, right, right, and, right. Because yeah. Askeladd knew that this man was, was not it. He was not... He's not. You're not a soldier. You're not a warrior, and cool, that's cool. Like, Askeladd wasn't gonna gonna make him feel like less of a man for it. Askeladd's like, go be a family man. Go go live your life like a like a regular dude. Because this war stuff is not for you. I feel like that's a great defining moment. Uh another another Askeladd 
great the final moment when um and this is one that that really shows his mentality when he gives the guy the history lesson about the Angles and the Saxons and the Danes. Do you remember that part? I think so. So the guy, the guy's like, "Oh, you, you Danes are are, are monsters. You're barbarians. Uh, you over here trying to come and kill us and take our land." And then, and Ascalon's like, "You know that there were people that lived here before, yeah. Like the Celts lived here, and and you guys came through and and wiped them out, sent them sent them packing." We're just doing the same thing to you, and and that that's a that's another like his his knowledge of, of history is impeccable, and he uses that as a reason why to slaughter them. Like he doesn't care that 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 you you guys are actual people because you guys did the same thing to other people. I, exactly. I feel like that, that's that's yeah. He's just there could be five episodes just talking about Askeladd and how he is as a person. And we really could have, you know, five hours worth of conversation about this and that, about who he is as a person, who he is as a character. He's basically, like, all about his agenda. Mm-hmm. But then he does have those, like, moments that kind of, like, leak out to you. Like, you know, the, the the one with the bracelet. Yeah. And then the thing with Bjorn. And, you know, there's there's been little sprinkles of that towards the end of uh the sh- the season i keep saying show but there's only one season so that uh yeah and then uh that last episode definitely just kind of before we get to the last episode there's one more oh. one more moment i want to get to <laughs> when when the prince when when the assassination attempt on the prince happens and Askeladd looks at floki cuz floki was because he suspected Floki at the time. He looks directly at Floki and is like, I wonder who, who's the one that, that tried to assassinate the prince. Looking directly at this man while suspecting him to to catch him off guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this man. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the last few episodes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Floki, Floki's like, yep. Ask us, you, you gave me the bag for Thor's and I know exactly who you gave the bag for the prince yeah but yeah okay now we're on the last episode okay yeah, let's talk all about right it. all right all right all right so last episode um basically you can talk more about it but basically they have a plan here to execute the king. Yeah. And to make Canute the, the rightful king. Yes. And it basically started out with the whole... Um, it wasn't with the dinner. It was after the dinner where they like met in his chambers. Yeah. And so they walk in. And Ascalette immediately notices all the archers... The archers, right the the soldiers, all those dudes, surround in the room, ready ready for their plan. Yep. So the king's plan is to assassinate Canute. Canute's plan is to assassinate the king. So obviously, you have one episode here that just fucking goes crazy. And so 
the king, knowing that Ascalad is from Wales, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know yet. Because he figures it out, though, right? He figures it out later after the assassin, after the, they talk in the in that room. Mm, okay. Because gotcha. yeah, he learned he he learned Ascalad was from Wales off screen, bef- right before the last episode. Because okay. this, is, this is when he learned Ascalad's name, and he says, "The one, the one born in ashes, oh, the the one covered in ashes. What's your actual name?" What's the name that your father gave you? And then and then he starts deducing stuff and he's like, Oh, you must have been a son of a slave. And Thorfinn sees Askeladd get so angry that Askeladd has I mean Thorfinn in, in eleven years has never seen him even slightly as angry close as to, yeah, yeah, close to this that. This guy's just had yeah. a cold face the whole entire season. So that gives us a background on on him. So now we know Askeladd is the son of a slave. The king knows that. So, and that's that's a great that's a great important thing that 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 that's learned through that that exchange. And the king ends up leaving the room, thinking he has to watch Askeladd. He has to learn about Askeladd in order to defeat the prince. That's that's his. That's where that's what leads into the last couple episodes. <laughs> But because, yep, and then, but because the king can't assassinate him there because he needs a justifiable reason to kill him there, and they didn't come in like with any any kind of army or anything to, to kill the king, he can't kill them there. So he has to give them a reward, and he makes a banquet for them later. Right, and that's in the, the episode twenty three, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And Askeladd's basically like, "Oh, I lost my temper there. I don't know what happened." He, yeah, you could tell he he got triggered by that whole exchange between him and the king. Yeah. So then we get to the banquet, and that's really where it gets crazy. You want you want to get more into that? You can go over the banquet. Go over the banquet. I want to go over the last scene because I that's All that's right, more sure, of what sure. I remember. All right. So the banquet, the king talks about. His plans to subjugate Wales, and Askeladd breaks his his calm demeanor for the second time, and that's because that's his mother's land. That's the land where, that's home for Askeladd. Wales is really the only place he feels comfortable, at, and 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 we learned that throughout his flashbacks and and all the things that we picked up about his character throughout the story. So he he breaks his his steely exterior. And Floki notices that, and he whispers to the king, "Like, yo, he he's he's uh he reacted very strongly when you mentioned uh, subjugating Wales. Let's uh, we might be able to use that against him, and then that leads up to to the next part. You you could get into that, Alex. So the next part, this is the final episode, right? Yeah, this is the almost then. Okay, so. Askeladd, his poker face is like gone after that whole exchange. Yep. They end up getting into uh, the king's chamber. They basically go in there directly to try to air quote negotiate. 
Yeah. And basically, with the king now knowing this new information, he's just basically like saying, hey, this is what we're going to do before we take over England. We're going to take over Wales. Yeah. That way, they know we're not fucking around. Yeah. So we're going to take over Wales first. We're going to burn all the villages. And Askeladd, knowing that the king's probably figured it out at that point, he kind of, he pretty much keeps his composure for the most part. Yeah, and the king mentions, I looked into you. I know, I know where you're from. Yep, so at that point, Askeladd, with the whole season being about how he has a plan, it works to perfection. You know, in classic anime fashion, this plan can't fail. This plan is foolproof. The plan is failing, and it's foolproof, and it's not foolproof. So, and this is the second time we've seen uh, his plan fail. And the first, uh, actually, this is the third time we've seen his plan fail. The 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 first time being when um when they were in the village that they just slaughtered, and and they got found out early because the little because the little redhead girl escaped. And the second time being when they they crossed the bridge with uh, Thorkel chasing him, it seems like and Oz. Set in the second half, the most of his plans start had failed. Yep, yeah, and that's you know pretty much the peak of his character development is like how do you see his weaknesses? How do you see him mm-hmm. when he doesn't have everything all together? And that's kind of where the back half of the season is, is you just see Askeladd kind of have to, you know, adapt. freestyle. Yeah, adapt, freestyle, adapt. off his plans when, when everything's not going perfectly. Yeah, and he's basically, you know, the main character of the second half of the season. You could, so, you could argue that he's the main character of the, of the show, period. Because what is what does Thorfinn provide as a as a... As a Main character. He doesn't really have a main character role. He's more of like a no. secondary antagonist, kind of. Even though he's quote unquote the main character, he's more like a secondary antagonist, which is which is kind of a really it's a really good um as a, as a artistic direction, like as a, as a writer, that's really great. Yeah, and the whole first season is basically the prologue. So yeah. Thorfinn is the you know the main character of the show, but you kind of just see how he starts off in season two, mm. which hasn't even come out yet, and want to go into a little bit of how he's probably going to be developing from there. Because I mean, obviously, he has a lot of things to go forward. Reason being, Askeladd, King Swen, King Swen, is that how you say Swain? Whatever. I think Sven. I don't know. King Sven, whatever. King Denmark. The King of Denmark, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Askeladd, realizing he has no choice, he has no alternative plan. The king tells him, Denmark or Canute, pick one. He backs And then Askeladd replies. I love, I love this whole, like, yeah. the last... 10, 15 minutes of the show is probably my favorite thing I've ever seen in like the past, I don't know, a couple of years at least. Yeah. But <laughs> Canute or Denmark, Askeladd goes, 
You know what? No, can, canoe, canoe your, or whales. I, my fault. I, I, I said canoe or whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canoe or whales. Askeladd going. You know what? I hate your face. You're old. You're ugly. That crown don't fit on you. Honestly, I, I hate his face too. The fact that he's missing like eight teeth, it pissed me oh, off. Yeah, he's got like warts and stuff. He's got and mad warts. He just looks like he mad needs teeth. sleep. Yeah, King Sven, not an attractive man. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> he needs all the Very food. old. He just drinks and drinks and drinks. and Bro, he's overweight too. He's not even like a fit guy. Yeah, he's just overweight. He's a blob. He probably never seen battle once. Like he's. He's like, uh, what's that dude from Star Wars? Uh, uh, Jabba the Hutt, but. An actual human. Like, yeah. An actual person, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely garbage. But yeah. So King Sven, after hearing. Askeladd's insults. He's like, like, what did you just say? Like, I'll have you killed for saying things like that. And so everybody in the room is pointing their spears and and bows and arrows. Yeah, at Askeladd. All the weapons drawn on him. And then he goes, all weapons drawn. He pulls out his sword. He go, he, well, he starts to pull out sword. He says, "Listen, my sword can kill him from right here, so nobody move." And then. I've seen this scene like three times, mm-hmm. and I still don't really understand it. But I guess King Sven he threw his his uh his glass of wine up in the air, or what was that about? I is that like his signal? I I think I gotta watch it again. But I th- I thought it was um at first I thought it was uh he dropped it when 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 um Askeladd pretty much drew the, drew the blade on him. That could be it. It just looked like it was up in the air, right? So at that moment, yeah. Floki sends his men at Askeladd. Askeladd, one fell swoop. Yeah, swiftly. Swiftly. <laughs> Swift. Be- Kingsman beheaded. Off with his head. Head with this. Gone. <laughs> Crown on the floor. Ugly ass head on the floor. Body just drops. And at that point... The whole room starts coming at Askeladd. Yeah. Canute orders his men. He's like, listen, like the king just died. Everybody go kill Askeladd. And that kind of is his plan. Like, that's pretty much what he intended to do. He figured, okay, if I have to give up Canute, who I think is the rightful king, or my homeland. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there couldn't have been a better plan. Honestly, yeah. In that moment. Because the king, for, because, when Askeladd gets backed into a corner, he makes the best decision possible. And he knew the only way to save both whales and Canute is by killing the king right there and pretending to be mad so that no one suspected the prince of wanting to assassinate the king. And, yeah. and that... Let Canute, because he freestyled his decision making on there, because he he read the situation and he saw that oh, I see what he's doing now. He's not actually mad; he's pretending to be mad so I could take this opportunity. If Can- yep. if Canute then... didn't take that, Askeladd's whole plan blows up. <laughs> yeah, but him knowing Canute's smart enough to kind of figure it out, put two and two together, and then Askeladd is. He's 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 doing some damage. He's bodying people. He's going and and this is and this guy he's going off. And this guy just had a couple of days ago had mad arrows in his legs, in his chest, all that. 
there's a guy healing from from wounds, and he's taking out all these king's guards. He probably could have taken out everyone in the room who's not uh, Thorkel. Easily. Oh yeah. But Thorkel being held back up by Canute doesn't do anything, so he's just sitting there. Thorkel. And then you see. Uh, the thing is, Thorkel didn't want to fight because when uh, when Askeladd pulled the sword on the king, he's like, "What are you doing? I want to kill the king." He says that out loud. He doesn't say it loud enough for anyone else to hear him because if anyone else heard him, it would have been bad. But so because Thorkel's prey, as he describes it, was killed in front of him, he doesn't want to fight anymore. Yeah, so he was just in the corner drinking. And you see Thorfinn outside. Trying to get in. He's like peeking in yeah. and he's like, Askeladd's in trouble. I need to go. Because I want to kill him. He ends up dying. I need to kill him. Like I have to be the one that's killing yeah. him. Not anybody else. Not one of you know the soldiers. Not Floki. Not Thorkel. I need to be the one to kill him. So he's like running in there. He's like calling him an idiot. He's yelling at the top of his lungs, like, you better not die. And then Askelad, you know, fending people off. He almost ends up killing Floki. Because Floki's just basically like, yo, what have you done? They clash swords. So Askeladd, pretending to be a madman, still is basically like, Floki, I'm the king. So right before I kill you, you can like kiss my feet and I'll send you off. So at that very moment, Thorfinn enters the room. Askeladd sees him and is just basically like, kid, like get out of here. Like it's like He's kind like- of like an overprotective moment. Or he's just basically like, get out of here now. Yeah, that plays into him being his father figure since for the last 11 years. Like, he pretty much, even though he said a lot of harsh things the last time he talked to Thorfinn and called him a fool and I and did this whole speech about hating warriors, I think Askeladd actually liked Thorfinn. I don't know. I think he grew to like him. I think it was just you... He saw something in him. Yeah. He also, like, enjoyed using him yeah. as, like, bait. As a weapon, yeah. But I also think that, you know, if you're around somebody 11 years, essentially raising them because he's basically going from this child to however old he is at the end of he's the season. He's 17. Him, him and Canoe are the same age. So they're both 17 at the end of the prologue. Oh, they're around 18 because I think a year, a year skips between 20. 21 and 22, somewhere around there. Right. And so, at that very moment, Askeladd, like, you see his face drop. Like, he's wondering why Thorfinn is even in the room. Mm-hmm. Thorfinn's like, you better, like, you're, you're staying alive because I'm not leaving without you. But it's weird because it's not like, I'm not leaving without you, like, love kind of thing. It's like, I'm not leaving without you because I'm- I need to be the one that... Yeah, and I think, uh, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, Thorfinn tries to kill him in that moment. Uh, I don't think they kind of, I don't really think they they kind of elaborate on that. But, so, once that happens, I think this also was part of Askeladd's plan. At that same moment, Canute then... Puts a sword right through Askeladd's right, chest. Right through Askeladd's chest. 
And then Thorfinn's like, you're an idiot. Like, how would you, why could you let him stab you there? Like, are you stupid? So that kind of like shows that that's basically what Asgard was waiting for. Yeah. Like for him to have like his king moment. So because this man just freestyled a perfect plan after having like no options left. He got backed into a corner and still got what he wanted, even though it cost, it did cost him his life. But the crazy thing is Canute had to kill him. Because once once he killed him, and with with the witnesses around, with people seeing this, he became a hero in a lot of people's eyes, at least from from how I see it. Yeah, and and Askeladd's agenda the whole time was to go to Valhalla, and him being killed in battle by a king. I mean, that's yeah, that's probably it. Doesn't get much uh, more more warrior like than that. And that was intentional, too. It wasn't even, like, him thinking that... Because there was, like, 50 people in the room, and he took them all on. Yeah. So any one of those 50 people could have just, like, got him. But he let Canute get him for that very reason. Because he is the one in Askeladd's eyes who is, like, a worthy king. Because I know, I know for then sure then, if, if Askeladd wanted to, he could have dodged that. He's dodging hits from from better warriors, which is why I think Thorfinn was just basically like calling him out on it. Like you're an idiot. Yeah. Why would you let him stab you? So that kind of like shows with that. And then Askeladd's basically on the ground here. He's like moments away from death, and Thorfinn just basically like like this is essentially what I've been doing for the past eleven years, mm-hmm. and now it's taken from me. So Thorfinn's just breaking down. Askeladd's like, you know what? Like, just take my life. Yeah. Like, I'll give it to you. Like, you can go and stab me before I like pass away. Just kill me right now. Like, it's right here for you. And Thorfinn can't do it. Cause I think that oh yeah, that's I think Thorfinn actually kind of cares about him, which is in a in a sick fucked up way. He actually does. Yeah, because once he says like, you can finish me off. Thorfinn's just basically like, are you are you like actually gonna die? Because in reality, he would have wanted, he would have loved that. He would have, you know, paid all the money in the world to watch Askeladd die. But then the thing is, he, he has like this breakdown moment where he's just basically like, go ahead, I'm sorry. He just, and then he grabs him, and just basically like, it wasn't supposed to end like this. Like did like this wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to fight you. I was supposed to kill you with my own hands. Yeah, that was the goal. And yes, he saw that ripped away from him. And yep. And him, his outburst towards the 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 new king Canute gets him taken out, dragged away, and and that's the last of, we see of him. Yeah, because um, Askeladd is just basically like, okay, like this is what your purpose was. For the past 11 years now that it's doesn't exist anymore like what are you doing with your life how do you plan to live your life like that is actually your real duel mm. um, he says something along those lines he's like that's your real fight figure out yeah. like what you want in life go beyond um being a murderer and a warrior and that point gets dragged away well right after that like you said canute's just basically like hey um you don't have to stick around. I know that, you know, we're probably not cool anymore. 
So with Canute trying to interact with Thorfinn, Thorfinn just gives him his... He, he's just dead at this point. Like, his eyes are gone. And he comes right at Canute with the intent to kill him. Yeah. But then Thorkell, seeing that, obviously stops him right in time. And then he gets dragged away. Mm-hmm. You see Thor's is uh, knife that he has given to Thorfinn. That's on the ground. It's falling, and then with that falling, you see all the scenes that Thorfinn was dueling with Askeladd. Like all their interactions, you basically see in the reflection of that dagger, and that's how the season ends. So, oh yeah, that I, whole. Can we talk about the dagger as a, as a um. We call it again, as a symbol, because that in that last scene we see the history of that dagger. We see it from when when Thor's was using it, all the way to to the. I think I think we see the last duel all over again, if I remember correctly. Well, I think the majority of the dagger is they 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 go into like the beginning too when he's just a kid. It's just basically like going over his whole life because it's still. From the moment that his dad gave it to him, he's still like this kid. He's still around his family. And yeah, it just pretty much skips through like the whole the whole the whole series. Like very bits and pieces of it. Of the hit and Yeah, that the symbol of the dagger is like of of Thor's and Thorfinn's differing wills. Like Thorfinn like Thor's lived the life of a warrior. And, and gave it up to be a family man where Thorfinn became a warrior to avenge his, his father. It's, it, it's kind of like it, the, the knife kind of um, represented a, a change in character, I think. And that's how the season ends. Usually you get character development right at the beginning or like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. But this happens right at the end. So obviously there's no more episodes to watch for now. Yeah. Um, I've read a little bit of the manga, mm-hmm. but not too much, so I still don't really know what's going on. But I mean, what do you expect for the second season? I expect more character development for Thorfinn because, as a character, he he kind of is lacking. He doesn't really change or grow for the better, whereas like everyone else in the show, everyone else around him. Grew in, in positive ways. Canute really uh stepped up to his to his royal royal bloodline. He stepped up as a king. Thor um uh what's his name? Uh, Ascalad really just uh stepped up in 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 a sense of finding someone to believe in and putting all his hope and faith and his life into into that. Uh, Bjorn got to go to Valhalla. Hopefully, uh, he got to die warrior's death. So everyone around Thorfinn got that growth, but Thorfinn was so focused on that singular mentality, that singular warrior, that singular warrior vengeance is uh, it's really what drove him these eleven years, and and now that he doesn't have that anymore. And he doesn't really have a home to go back to. I want. I, I think he's gonna. Um, I wanted him to go back with with um, Leif Erikson. That's how I wanted his story to end. 
but that wouldn't have been true to his character. I want to see what he does post Ascalade. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot to get to with that. Mm. Just there's definitely more development to be had. I think with Thorfinn, I think I don't know if Canute's gonna get any screen time or what that is gonna play out like, but he's also still got to develop like as an actual king now. He's shown the traits, so he just kind of has to get to the point where. Well, he's respected. You know, he's, he's he's more he's more battle tested, and he's more yeah, like strategic. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. His, with I want to see what happens with his goals. He wants to make a, the world a utopia. I want to see what happens. Obviously, he didn't make the world a utopia because this happened. <laughs> and, and <laughs> this happened in the past. Spoiler. <laughs> this this most of the his, his historical stuff. Uh, I mean, all this historical stuff happened in history. Like like. <laughs> But I want to see like where his he goes from here. Yeah, I think I think he actually like in the history books he actually ends up becoming the king of Denmark and England. So, ooh, I'm not sure how they're gonna play that out, but I do think that there's definitely more development to be had because they still have. I mean, England's still England, so. Yeah. There's definitely more activity on that side. But yeah, I don't know. They they dragged Thorfinn away. No idea where he's gonna end up. And no idea what is next for him. But yeah. So now that you finished it, this is the question I wanna get to. Okay. Where do you put Vinland Saga? In in the past Past ten years of anime? Ten years. Yeah. Uh, past 10 years of anime. Um, I really got, let me, give me a second to think about it. Uh, I'm gonna cut this part out. All right, right, let's, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the last 10 years of anime. Let's talk, we got a Parasite. You seen, you, you seen Parasite? That's an anime? Yeah. That's, that's what. Just a movie. No, no, no. There's there's Parasite the movie that's um the Korean movie, but there's a, a Japanese anime called Parasite, which are, Parasite. I don't think I, no, I have not seen that. No, but yeah, um, you should definitely watch that at another time. That's that's another great one. Um, uh, we got great animes that came out in the last between 2010 and 2019. We got Anohana. I still I have yet to see that, but that's a that's a great one. Blue Exorcist. I feel like that's kind of lacking. Blue Exorcist is all right. I've seen Blue Exorcist. Fate Zero. That's another. That's another great one. I, Fate Zero is very good. Fate Zero, Fate Stay Night, and um, yeah, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Those two. Hunter Hunter came out in like 2011, I think. Also, well, the remake. I definitely say it's it's one of the better ones. It's up there with with all that psychopaths. Um, everything I said before. It's definitely uh yeah Hunter Hunter came out in 2011. Attack on Titan. Yeah. I'd say it's better than a lot of that. Steins Gate came out in 20, 2011. JoJo Bizarre Adventure. I have not watched JoJo's. I don't know. Something about the art style. Just... I mean, the, the art style is... is it is, it is kind of interesting. Because, like, at first it starts off with, like, big, beefy guys. And then they become more and more feminine as the, the show goes on. 
but it's still it's still brolic feminine dudes. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but like, as as a anime, I'm very pleased. Um, it's definitely one of the better ones in the last ten years. One of the better ones I've seen. I I don't know where I'd rank it right now. I I might have to get back to you on that, but. As 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 a shonen, as a battle anime, and as a historical anime, I feel like it's one of the better ones I've seen. How about you? I would put it up. I would. I would say top three for sure. Oh, uh, what's what's the other two in that list? Well, I think I have to put my hero up there just because it's still that that was still pretty new. My hero, I feel actually, like... I don't know. There's so many. Promise Neverland has to be up there too. Mm. Oh man, we really gotta, we really gotta have a discussion on on top of uh, on anime of the decade, like the last. That's that's yeah. We could have a discussion for everything from 10, 2010 to twenty twenty. Like we could do an episode of, about that later. I have, I have one question for you though before we get out of here. What is this? Is another tuning exam? No, it's not. Even, no, it's not. A, <laughs> but like seeing how um. This anime showed uh, a time period and a and a place in a time and a location that we never really get to see in uh, fiction, um, not not fiction but media. Uh, what what's another time time and location you think would be would get a good uh, like if they did an anime about that time period? What, what, what's what's one that you think would be really good for to do an anime about? Oof. Like just any any historic moment that's happened, or any historic yeah, any historic moment in a place that we don't really focus on, because most most historical shows we see like we see knights, we see the Middle Ages, samurai, Middle Ages, yeah, samurai, yeah, yeah. Middle Ages, uh, in in Eastern Europe, I mean, not, not Eastern, in Western Europe, we see samurais in Japan. My answer, my answer would be like the Dark Ages, but not not the Dark Ages in Europe. I want to see the Dark Ages in um. The Middle East and with the Arabs, because while 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 Europe was struggling and going through the Black Plague and stuff, the Arabs were were building up empires. I want to see that made into an anime. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that was gonna be mine. One of mine. I was thinking that like the whole plague era that was going on in England. I definitely. Yeah. There's I don't know. There's a lot that they haven't done. Yet, I want to see them do like some. They haven't really done any uh Greek mythology. Oh, actually, because that would be that would be tough. Just have a whole anime about Greek mythology, that'd be or dope. even just like one subset of it. Yeah, we could have like, yeah, because there's so many stories just from there that haven't really been touched on for sure. Like, I, I could think of like. Mad gods, I'd love to see Icarus. You could have um, Prometheus. Hades. Hades. Hades could be its own. Yeah. Poseidon. We could have the Iliad and the Odyssey. That'd be dope. I'd love to see that. Yep, that's my answer. Greek mythology. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, that's it. That's we we can call that an episode. We caught an episode. Where we at? We are at an hour and a minute. Oof. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a that's a lot of editing. It's gonna be a bitch to edit, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, you have anything else wanna... you want to say to people? You want you got any shout outs you want to say, Alex? Um, a shout out to everybody in the world except Grapehead. Fuck that little yeah, kid. Fuck Grapehead. <laughs> but other than that, nope. Nothing to promote, just discussion. That's all we got. All right, I just want to say, uh, hopefully, if, if I can uh, record this album next week, uh, album dropping soon. Album? Oh, wait a minute, hold on. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a little, <laughs> little five track EP. Hopefully, you gotta send me, you, you gotta send me something. Nah, I, I, I haven't started recording it, so I got, I gotta record it. Oh, okay, you just got it planned. Okay, I'm a, I finished writing the song, so I'm gonna record it this week. Hopefully. You got your bars written down? Yeah, hopefully uh, once this Ooh. check hits, I can start recording. Oh. Yeah. Damn, you made me feel like I need to do something in my life. I mean, bro, you, you, have, a, you have a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And you, and you live in life, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, Five track EP from Robert coming soon. Hopefully. Hopefully this, this corona shit don't, don't stop me from recording. Uh. Five fingers of jiggles <laughs> <laughs> coming soon. But yeah, uh, all right. That's we've been section eight no jutsu. Uh, I'm about to I'm about to power down. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back training. I'm gonna come back from training and uh, we're gonna hit the time chamber. Yeah, I'm gonna hit the time chamber. I'll see you after the time skip. Peace. Show <laughs> me.